right, hello and welcome to our House of the Dragon episode nine rewatch. Let's go ahead and get this show started. Ben, what have you got for us? Okay, so every episode so far, and I know we're doing this on episode nine, but every episode I've, I'm like, hey, what does the blood mean in the opening scene? So let me just go ahead and through this. Like this is a website I found. Uh, it, the first symbol you see besides the dragon symbol is the one that fills with blood first. That is the crown of Aegon the Conqueror. So that's, that's his. He's the first king. Spot. Gotcha. And it, the reason they fill with blood, like you said, it means the character. I'm sorry, wait. If the sigil remains visible above the blood, it means the character is still alive. If it fills with blood, it means that is the end of their reign as king or they're dead. Okay. By, you know, same thing. Sure. As the flooding of Aegon's blood flows through the model, reaching and covering all the other sig- uh, sig- sigils. Uh, it's the Targaryen bloodline and leading to Rhaenyra. The fact that the blood runs through the streets is a model of the ancient Targaryen home. Also serves as a metaphor for the blood of old Valyria coursing through their veins. Oh, okay. That okay. makes sense. Yeah, that makes the sense. The blood then comes out of Aegon's cog and runs through the sigil of his two wives and his sisters, which are Visenya and Rhaenys. I know we have a current Rhaenys, but... Different Rhaenys. Yeah, these are the two sister wives right here. Okay. The, first, the next two. They're both dead. Yep. Okay. Then um, it goes to follow Rhaenys' bloodline because Visenya didn't have any other kids besides Magar. Okay. Uh, the Terrible. And it goes to Aegon's uh, son, Aenys, which is the next one we see right there. Okay. Um, King Aenys' bloodline then splits into two. One of them continues while the other flows behind the wall. Right. So we don't As know. we follow Aenys' bloodline, we can briefly see a dried sigil, probably representing the reign of Magar the Cruel, which was his brother. Half-brother. Okay. Um, barely visible behind the costume designer, Janie <laughs> Tim's name. There it is right there. Uh, Aenys' half-brother claimed the throne after his death, but was eventually brought down due to his tyranny. Magar was succeeded by Aenys' last living son, Jaehaerys, which we have another Jaehaerys in this current time. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's, yeah, it's, it's irritating. It's, it's stupid. It's irri- Thanks, George. And it is irritating. You're right, because we, we have a Renice back then. We have a Renice now. Mm-hmm. We have a Rhaenyra back then. We have a Rhaenyra now. The series. And, yeah. uh, okay, so uh, Jaehaerys' sigil is one of the eventually ones that reaches the main bloodline, as well as, the, as, well as that of his wife and sister, Alison. Okay, Alison was, uh, it spreads into nine thinner streams representing their nine children they have. Okay. Okay. Yep. Initially, we follow the, the two of Jaehaerys and Alison's children's bloodline, Aemon and Balon. Okay. Um, and then they come together into one. Both died before their father. Okay. Okay. Jaehaerys' firstborn son, Aemon, with not with, without a D, Aemon. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> Was the was the father of Prince Rhaene, Princess Rhaenys, okay, yeah. who went up against Viserys in the Great Council of Harrenhal for a seat at the Iron Throne. So now we're back. Now we're to these new characters, right? Okay. Um. So Jaehaerys is, she's not Jaehaerys's daughter. She's the niece of Jaehaerys. Okay. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. No, she's the granddaughter. Granddaughter. Jaehaerys's firstborn son, Aemon was the father of Princess Rhaenys. So, Aemon was dead. Jaehaerys is still king. Both of his sons die. So his granddaughter is the next in line. Right. Which is Rhaenys. 
She goes up against Viserys. Since Rhaenys lost the vote, Viserys is Balon's son, and Balon's bloodline is what we end up following to the end. Oh, okay. Okay? Balon's blood also fills with a cog representing his sister wife, Alyssa. Much like Aeneas, his bloodline... So that's, bl- that's, that's Viserys right there, right? I think so, yes. Okay, dead. And then uh, his bloodline splits into two, one stream for Viserys and one for Daemon. Okay. Oh, okay. In the back, we can see the bloodstream running through a sigil placed against the blue backdrop. Right next to that, there's a blue cog representing House Valerion. Gotcha. Despite not being a part of the Targaryen family, the Valerions play an important part in the Dance of the Dragons and thus deserve their own cog in the machine, which that's back, I think that's back there on the back of the wall. Uh, the smaller cog represents one of the Valerian children, either Lena or Lenor. If you look carefully, you can see another one a bit more to the left. Um, but let's move on to the Balon's bloodline, shall we? The Red River courses through King Viserys Cog. Since he was still alive at the beginning of the show, his sigil, a simple crown, remains visible. Mm-hmm. This is a first, and it is the first time we see a new bloodstream emerge and enter the Targaryen family tree. Viserys' bloodline mingles with a- Emma, Aaron's. Originally that that led to Princess Rhaenyra. Unlike her husband, Emma's sigil is still covered in blood. So there's Balls. that there's that blue one we're talking about. Well, that's kind of pretty. And the blue one is the Valerian, right? Actually, I think that's a. Uh, the camera pans away from the main blood to show the two other cogs, much like the Valerians, have a huge impact. Otto and Alicent's Otto sits atop the high tower, and the blood flows through the shape of the L of his daughter, a bit lower than. Um, I think that that is the Valerians that we're looking at right now. Of course, nobody listening to this knows what we're talking about. There's that. It's confusing. It's just man. yeah, it's, it's real fast. That's okay. I but mean, um, basically, yeah, it's just splitting. It's just splitting the flow is, is going to each of the Targaryens, and then if they have kids, it splits off into the kids. If they don't have kids, the blood stops there and it goes another. You know, it goes another true. way. So that is a little bit of an explanation of the <laughs> intro, which is very fast and hard to keep up with. But if you pause it at the right moments, each sigil represents a certain person. You can look that up if you're interested, but the show opens up with, you know, it's the dawn, it's basically dawn or, you know, before dawn. And we like, we're seeing empty spots of the kingdom, basically Mm -hmm. like the throne room, the council room. Nobody's awake yet. Right. It's, it's, it's still nighttime, I guess. Like the sun's not even up yet. So I guess it's not dawn, but anyway, uh, I initially thought like this was a child of one of the kids, you know, kings or princesses, princes, but it, I think it's just a whisperer. Yeah, uh, like you know, one a, a her, little bird, little bird. Yeah, sorry. little bird. Yeah, you know, uh, he was for whatever reason he was in the king's room. I don't know why, but you know, he's making his way completely by himself. There's no guards anywhere or anything. Like, how weird is that? Like, right? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't there be some king's guard somewhere guarding the you door? You would kind of think so, yeah. Like, but... I would think that there would be a king's guard at the door, but he just crosses path like a handmaiden, and then he gets down in this, like, you know, boiler room type area and tells that one lady that is the spy for uh, the white worm or whatever. Is it gray worm or white worm? White worm, right? Um, that, 
hey, the king's, king's dead. The king's dead. And she's, she's like, you know, okay. And uh, Allison's being told about the king passing. And she's being told by that lady that that little bird told, right? Yeah. But she's also the spy that we just saw the episode before. You're not very satisfied with this episode. Oh, no. You've expressed a little bit of... Uh, uh, no, I think I think this one is is crazy slow. Okay, now in the past, let's discuss this while this nonsense is going on. Sure. In the past, episode nine has been famous for the huge like episode of each season. I mean, in the last two to three minutes, sure, it delivers on that. But as far as leading up to it, I mean, excuse me, I'm going to go ahead and take a nap real quick. I think it's interesting to link. Thanks. <laughs> it's like, man. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, you just about honestly, you just about could and not miss anything. Uh, the middle, I'll go with you on that. But this first opening, ten fifteen minutes, I think a lot can be said about it. Honestly, um, Otto gets a realization that uh, Viserys might have told might have told. Allison about he want him wanting Aegon as king, right? Because we find out soon here in the next five minutes or so that that was his plan all along. Anyway, Otto was gonna pl- Otto had this plan with the council. Anyway, oh yeah, yeah. We didn't know that until now. Well, I mean, we kind of probably thought about it, but the main the main thing I say the first part of the episode is not that bad is because of this. Like I think it was very eye opening to Allison and to the viewer that. She is okay with it, but she's not okay with it. Like, she's okay because she thinks that Viserys legitimately said, I want Aegon to be king. But then she's also, like, kind of shocked at the fact that they had it all planned out anyway, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, as I say here in a minute. But, like, um, I think it's, I mean, why would Lannister guy not be like, I mean, mean, guy looked like death anyway. You know, and I think it was because he had lived so long. It's always kind of like, even though somebody's ninety-seven years old, if if they're walking around talking, well, frame of mind, everything at yeah, ninety-seven, but he wasn't. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but like, he practically had a foot in it at that table. Well, it still takes a Beesbury by by surprise too, because he said, "I just saw him last night. He seemed fine to me." Mm, yeah, I I think they had just become accustomed to his nasty like decaying <laughs> nastiness. Well, I mean, like to us, it's gross, right? I mean, like yeah, it's just, oh, yeah, it was part of it. But uh, I I don't know, man. Like now we may proceed with our plan, long laid plans. Allison's kind of like, what, what, huh? 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 Uh, say what? And I wish they would explain the dishes with the. The balls. The balls. I, I just. I wish I knew what it meant. Like, does it mean you can talk now? Does it mean you're rep- you're you're present? Yeah, I think I, it's just like a attendance thing. I, I don't get it. It's kind of silly. But anyway, like, so there's two people in the room that have a clear, visible, like, disdain for what's going on right now, with the discussion of do we kill Renera? Do we go? Do we put our plan into action and get Aegon as king immediately right now? The two people are Beesbury or and um, Westerly. Westerly clearly doesn't like what's going on. You can see it in his face. I don't know what that guy's name is. The other guy sitting next yeah. to the maester. They don't really make that clear. 
Don't you love how they say I'm six and seventy? Yeah, instead of just seventy six. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. I think it's kind of a neat way to do that. But he's a he's a loyalist to Viserys, and he's saying that there's some foul play going on, and now you're trying to put a, you know, you're pro- you're trying to seize the throne with treason and theft, because he has said from the beginning that Rhaenyra is the heir, and that is the way it is, and he's never changed his mind, regardless of what you thought all these episodes. And this dude goes out like a chump, though. I mean, he's 76 years old. You think he could kill somebody this easy, though? He literally goes, sit down, and then just like, kerplat. That's he it. He jammed that ball into his face, dude. Maybe that's what they're for. <laughs> I mean, I like how the maester, like, taps him on the arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, are you okay, man? Hey, man. So Westerly's ready to... Mm. Uh, Kick old Kristen Cole out. I think it's funny how quick Lannister got out of there. He's like, oh, <laughs> look how they hold their swords <clears throat> like a gun. Oh, man, they're ready to stab. Who do you think would win that? Westerly or Cole? I think Cole because of his age. Yeah, probably right. Unfortunately. Probably right. Did you ever watch, uh, what's that show that that guy's from? Uh, I've never seen him before, so I want to say no. The Time Travel? Uh, the girl at time travels back from World War One. Oh, to- Outlander. Yeah, you never I, watched that. No. Oh man, Katie loves that show. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, uh, so their plan is to keep this like deathly quiet. They don't want anybody in the castle or the kingdom or King's Landing to know. Yep. So what do they do? They lock every single servant or handmaiden, every little bird, whatever. They lock all these people in cells in the bottom of the, you know, in the kingdom. And uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's it's shady, right? I mean, all of it is, yeah. But this is where, like, Westerly's kind of like, I don't know if this, like, you can just see his face. He's not yeah. into it. Now, I will agree with you. After this right here, after this council meeting, the episode does go, like, completely downhill and is basically boring as you know what. Yeah, dude. Uh, it, 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 it hits a wall, man. It's like, it is, you know what it is? It is the, um, the forest on Dagobah in the middle of Empire Strikes Back. It is just, it hits a wall and just stops. All the momentum, all the pacing, everything leading up to that point just disappears. Did you just badmouth the Empire Strikes Back? I did. I say it. What? What are you? Ref- you're saying that when he goes to Dagobah, that that's boring? No, when he goes when he goes into the forest specifically, when he goes into the forest and fights Vader, and then the you know and cuts his head off and everything in the in the forest forest. I can't believe I'm even like hearing this. Sorry, right now. I mean it, you know. I just feel like pacing-wise, it just really screeches to a halt. That was his way of learning about, like... I know. But I don't get why you're dissing that. I'm just saying, it's it's similar. It's a similar pacing. We totally are not on the same page on this. <laughs> I, I'm kind of offended, really. Like, oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars film there is. Uh, hands down. But we're here to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, uh... Westerly rips his white cloak off. He says, you know, I can't I be a serve- part of this anymore. I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. Not the podcast. The, I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to one guy in a podcast. My one guy. This is ben. ben. 
no, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the work of man. He's like, he's like, yeah, I can't I do this. That anymore. is funny though, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's saying anymore. he's like, I can't, I can't be a part of this anymore. I, I recognize no authority but the king's, and the king's dead. And so until there's one, I'm, I'm out. I find that kind of interesting though that he does say I have no place here until there's a king. I have nobody to serve. So does that mean as soon as they swear Aegon in, is he back? I mean, maybe they don't show him again. No, yeah, he's he's all. There's the, the two kids I was talking about. Yeah, okay. No, those, those are, are a, those are Aegon and uh, Helena's. Helena's. Okay. What is her dick? They're With bugs. I don't get it, dude. But she's, I guess it's her animalistic. Like, she's Luna Lovegood, dude. She's just a weirdo that can see visions. I guess it's like her three-eyed raven thing. Yeah. I wish I knew more about that. Because I, I always thought I always thought that I always thought Bran was a awkward dude too. So man. okay, let's talk about that for a second because this episode's so boring. <clears throat> Either Bran is a horrible actor, yeah. or they wrote it that way. What do you think? Like, I mean, do you like? Can you imagine? Like, I can't imagine being the director of that show <laughs> and sitting there behind the thing, going and action, and he goes, "I'm not Bran Stark. I'm the Three Eyed Raven. I used to be Bran Stark." <laughs> and, it, and I know you can't. That's s- we got it. That's a wrap. We got it. Yeah, like I can't imagine the director looking at his, the rest of his crew and going. Can you believe how amazing this kid is? This kid is showing. He shows about as much as emotion as Aemon does, (laughs) like the the current Targaryen prince. But see, Aemon's supposed to be that lurking, that always. That's what I'm asking you. Is Bran supposed to be that dry and horrible? I don't don't necessarily. I don't know. I really don't know. So what? While we're while we're uh, talking about interesting things, this slow, boring episode Mm -hmm. is uh, showing Otto Hightower. Sending uh, Eric and Eric, Eric, Eric and Eric, Eric and Eric. Yeah, he he sends them out <laughs> to find Aegon because he's wanting to find him before Allison does. I just realized that I should have to really screw with people. Me and me and the wife should have named our children Colin and Colin. One would be Colin the second, and the other would be Colin with one L. That, that. Would really did Michael people. Jackson do that? Like one's Prince Michael and the other one's just Prince? Something I don't know. Something probably it doesn't. I think his it. I think his boys are like Prince Michael the Second and Prince Michael. Uh, anyway, uh, what a little little baby bed they put. Uh, that no, weird. That's like a twin, here, that's can, definitely a twin size. Yeah, it's like bed. Here, you can have a twin. <laughs> yeah, twin. We'll, we'll lock you. Which up is the, a theme of this show. Twins. We're, we're gonna lock you up in the nicest of rooms. It's gonna have a <laughs> lovely twin size bed. <laughs> You can look over the courtyard inside the castle, so you can people watch if you want to. Yeah, and they're locking everybody up, man. They're just saying, "All right, nobody gets out. We can't get this information out." Which Rhaenyra would? I mean, how could you not catch on that that's what's happening? Oh, here's old Clubfoot. You mean Rhaenys? Yeah, sorry, Rhaenys. I keep saying Rhaenyra. Sorry. Yeah, how, if you're Rhaenys, how could you not be like, "Oh yeah, something big's happened." I mean, oh, I wonder what could have happened. Oh, the king's probably dead because he looked like he was. You know, of course she does, though. She can't leave. She's locked in. But I mean, you know, she had to. Somebody told her. I don't remember who it was. Somebody no, tells she her figures it out. Oh, does she? Okay. I was thinking that somebody told her. So, yeah, like I said, Otto sends his two guys out there, and Allison is like, oh, crap. We got to get to him before he does. Mm-hmm. I don't. I do and I don't. I do understand and I don't understand. Like, 
What would have happened if Otto got him first? Oh, yeah, because, like, what Otto... Are we just talking about corruption? Doesn't Otto, like, compliment her, like, good job getting to him before me? Yes. It's like, dude, you guys are on the same team. But they're not. Who, Alice and Otto? They are, but they aren't. I'm telling you, like, that's why I understand it, but I don't understand it. Because it's like... It's like she's worried about a corruption type thing. Like, is he going to get his claws into him before she can? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like when uh, Joffrey died and Tommen becomes king. Yeah. Immediately, uh, Tywin comes up to him and he's like, what makes a good king? And he's talking right. to Tommen and Tommen's like, you know, they go through all these little things and like, then Tywin just takes Tommen. He's like, let's go talk further. Yeah, and Cer- Cersei's sitting there going, what? You know, like she's all <laughs> upset about it, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this episode they're trying to give character to Aemond. Aemond or Aegon or both. I mean, we already know Aegon's a piece of crap. They both are, dude. Kristen Cole's a turd, too. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't stand him. I, I, I just, I cannot wait. I don't know how fast season two is going to take off, but there's only two years of this war. I think, uh, I think that, um, uh, I heard today that the new season is not even going to premiere until 24. Yeah. It takes a full year to record all this crap. <sighs> the sad thing is, is they've got... I think this is funny, by the way. Did you catch this when you watched it? That, she, that, that Aegon brought him there when he was 13. And that she's the one that, yeah. that Aemon lost his... Who cares? card to. Well, nobody, but I just think it's kind of funny because she's like, but you've grown quite a bit since I saw you last. Yeah, are you still uh, still su- uh, suiting people or whatever? Like, I, I Yeah, you've turned me on this episode. I really didn't yeah, care dude. for it anyway, but you've like made me hate yeah, it now. Well, no, about ha- halfway through, like I, I asked April, we were watching it, and I said, uh, I said, hey, look real quick and see how far we are in this episode. And it was like, I don't know, like 40, 40 minutes in, something like that. And I said... <clears throat> I said, they are not going to show Rhaenyra finding out about Viserys this week. We're going to have to wait till next week. And sure enough, that's exactly what they did. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're 20 minutes in almost. And nothing's happened. Again, I, I will slightly disagree with you on that. I think the council thing was pretty uh, important. But... They spent way too much time on the search oh, for Aegon. Way too much time. They had, no- they had nothing. Now, yeah. I find this interesting, too. That he makes all the banners swear well, for, yeah. for Aegon. Uh, pretty threatening. Well, yeah. And, of course, we have no idea who these houses are. They don't yeah. They don't say anybody, except for, like, I think House Fell is, yeah. is, is the only one that actually says the name. Like, uh, House Fell has declared for Rhaenyra. So, obviously, they kill these people. The ones that don't bend the knee, yeah. Yeah. Like, so they're going to kill Cause them. Because that, hang- that guy's hanging at the end. Yeah, but he's hanging because he was trying to leave. He's trying to leave. That's true. That's he was trying point. to get to warn Rhaenyra. But this guy right here, I'm no oath breaker. And then the woman, uh, he says he won't bend the knee. And, and then like Otto comes down there and that stupid look on his face, like where he's like, so be it, Jedi. <laughs> you know, like, I, this guy made it too obvious that he was too cowardly. You know, he's like, I think, I think his name is Bela, I think. But he's like, oh, I thought Baylor was a girl's name. Well, whatever. House fell is sworn to the princess. That's the only one they think they announce the actual house. I kept expecting them to say Stark stands with Rainier or, you know, stands with their original. I don't think Stark's there. 
Yeah, I guess not, because they sure would have mentioned it. But yeah, they see them out. They're like, oh, okay, so you guys aren't going to be slaved. Or the Baratheons aren't there, the Starks aren't there, and the Aarons aren't there. Because the Aarons are Rhaenyra's grandparents. Right. Her mom is an Aaron. Right. Emma. And uh, uh, I'm trying to think. The Baratheons... Let's see. Somebody's a Baratheon. I think Rhaenys has Baratheon blood. Oh, okay. And because uh, I think her mom or her grandmother was a Baratheon or something like that. One of the two. So she has Baratheon blood. Hey, concentrate. We're on the search for Aegon again. Ugh. <laughs> and uh, let's see. The Starks, they are Team Rhaenyra. We don't know it yet, but they're going to be. Baratheons have made their choice. They're going with the Team Aegon. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, which we'll figure that out next episode. Yeah, we find that out next episode. But I was never really... I understood the Baratheons, but I was never really a big fan of Baratheons. They're kind of like... Well, Ro- Robert specifically was funny just because he was so loud and boisterous and just... He was just, you know... Give me all the all your women and all your food and all yeah. your wine. You know, he was he was just that he was that um stereotypical, you know, fat king that just took everything he wanted, you know. And that was just and I think that's kind of the Baratheon way. How about uh, these like wildling kids they have like fighting in the pit? Oh, this is messed up, there. dude. This is like a kid fight club, man. This is messed up. It's vicious. Well, like, they're they, showing and they sharpen their yeah, they're but their teeth. Like, they're all they're, doing this to punch. Like they're all oh, like yeah, they're, well because their their fingernails are sharpened. It's gross, man. Oh, the, this whole this whole thing is disgusting. Absolutely. And then oh yeah, Aegon's got a little bastard child down here that they're gonna fight. Well, I think this was Eric's way of trying to turn Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to turn him, like you know, because he's against Aegon. Yep. Yeah. I, I I I get mixed up which one is loyal to Aegon and which one's not. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, in the end, does it really matter? It you know, like they're all gonna no, die. So it, it doesn't. Yeah, matter. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, like every one of these characters is dead. Where we're where we come from? You know, we, we came from Game of Thrones, whatever. <laughs> 230 AC, and this is 120 or whatever it is. I, you know. Then here's here's oh um, here is Aemon trying to be like, dude, like. I should be king. It shouldn't be this this punk Aegon. He don't even want it, you know. Yeah. And then him uh, and Cole are him and Cole are bonding. Yeah, I've, I know what it's like to you know other people to be given stuff that you work so hard for. It's like okay, Cole, won't you keep crying about it? My gosh, I just <laughs> dude, he cannot die fast enough, man. He cannot die fast enough. I'm trying to think uh, about how Kristen Cole goes down. I hope it's satisfying. He's got a little smiley face on his chest. That's hilarious. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Out of his gold. Two little eyes there and his necklace. And a, and a nose, too. That's too funny. I wonder if those are really two actors. or if They are. Some, okay, they are twins. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, I saw I saw like a, uh, some behind-the-scenes photos, and they're all hanging out and stuff. Oh, okay. it's, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's so weird, though. It's so weird seeing, like, what was it? There was a show... Man, I wish I could remember what it was, but like, um, it was one of these sitcoms, like um, Eight Simple Rules or something like that. And uh, 
the son and the mom, of course, the, the son, you know, is in real life, you know, 20-something. And then the mom, and like on one of the bloopers, they were laughing. Or something, and then they just like started kissing. And you're like, ooh. But you're like, oh, wait a second. That's <laughs> not actually mother and son. But it is funny. Um, it is funny because you do put these actors in such a, a box because that's how you see them portrayed on, on TV. So then you see them, you know, horsing around behind the scenes photos or like in interviews and stuff. And you're like, dude, that is so weird. Um, I mean, like, good example, I know uh, Patty Considine, Viserys, and Matt Smith, uh, Damon, did several interviews together, like, for... Um, on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, you know, and, and they seem like pretty decent buddies, you know, but uh, I think that's really cool. They do, this is a piss poor job. They don't ever tell this guy's name. No. I think, are we supposed to know it? I don't know. So the dude was trying to get on his horse and try to get out of King's Landing, I... I I think he was going to go tell Rhaenyra about all yeah. this. That's how I took it. and uh, Or at the very least, tell his house. Oh, sick old Laris. Laris. He, uh, club foot. He's. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This, just, this, this is just squ- uh, squeamish worthy. Like, uh, you know, like it's just everything about like this episode. You're just kind of like, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's keep this, keep this wagon train of moving. Yeah, it's such a such a bad filler for two pieces of bread. You know, like the finale is one piece, yeah. and the episode eight with Viserys is another yep. piece, and this is supposed to be the meat in the middle. Yep. and it's it's bad. Oh yeah, I completely bad. agree. But here's the uh, Silent Sisters wrapping up Viserys' body. Again, riveting television. They don't even give him a proper Targaryen funeral. See, they're supposed to burn him. What do they do with it? I can't remember, but uh, Viserys, or I'm sorry, uh, Rhaenyra is not allowed to like see the body or something. I can't remember. How on earth does that Eric or Eric or whatever the guy's name is, how does he get the crown, I wonder? Well, did I read that? Which again, I'm, we're jumping. Yeah, we're ahead. jumping, yeah, sorry. But yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. But, but was it, seems like I read somewhere it was Westerly that did it. That took it. See, that's what I was hoping for. It seems like I read that. I was somewhere. hoping that Westerly would show up on yeah. Dragonstone yeah, and did. like pledge his loyalty to Rhaenyra. Yeah, never did. Uh, not yet, anyway. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he might next season, I guess. But again, this show is taking a little bit of a different route. I don't. know. Which I like that though, because that kind of keeps you in the dark and other book readers in the dark. Oh, I don't about. like it. Well, I know you don't, because you're spoiler man. But I mean. You know, kind of, well, same way with like Walking Dead. You know, they don't follow the comic book directly on that either. They did. Yeah, but then they diverge a lot, though, later. I mean, a ton. Yeah. So, I mean, and I like that. I, I want it to be a little bit different because I don't want to know dead, what happens. Again, again, I'm sorry this, for those that are wanting to talk about House of Dragons, but this episode's nothing's going on. Uh, the Walking Dead, what they did wrong was, is. The first few seasons, they took it from a show where you're like, oh, I love that guy. Oh, that guy's dead. Yeah. Oh, I love this character. Oh, that character's dead. Yeah. And they went from that to now, well, if they kill Norman Reedus, we we riot. Right. Dude, that guy, nice guy, (laughs) but find me an actor that has no depth to him, and I'll say Norman Reedus. Like, we say, what are you saying about 
I just hate that it always looks like he needs a shower. Your dad's always with you. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't be sad. I'm Norman Reedus. See, I really like I really like Daryl. Um, You're thinking that they're going to make a standalone show worth a crap with him? I think if it was Daryl and Carol, She's maybe. Gone. I know, maybe. But so yeah. now you're just going to get an hour each week of this. I'm Daryl. Let me get on my motorcycle. Okay. Kill, get, kill zombies with my, my crossbow. Where's my crossbow? <laughs> so here's Allison. Um, just back to the show here. Here's Allison basically pleading with Rhaenyra. Listen, I, I feel you. You should have been queen, but like, it's going to be Aegon, so you need to get behind us, okay? Because this is a win for us, is a win for you. Do you think she's, do you really think that she's going to sway her? Like, she, does she really believe that she's going to sway Rhaenys? Well, like, Allison knows that Rhaenys has no love for Rhaenyra at this point. Yeah, but. Like, why on earth would Rhaenys benefit from Aegon become like her? Oh, she wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, she she's not stupid. Matter of fact, Rhaenys might be the smartest one out of all these fools. Well, I, I mean, you know, she hasn't done anything really stupid yet. You know, like, I mean, yeah, you're you know, right. Like, say, like, if it's Driftmark you want, you shall have it, and you and your granddaughters to pass it on as you see fit. Like, I just don't see how. I don't know, man. It it's just. It's disappointing because, like, Rhaenys even looks at her like, you think you're going to sway me, you know? Uh, I wonder if, like, they keep records of, like, what happens in the throne room, courtroom type situation. Because, like, obviously what he did before he died, Viserys claims, like, he made all the claims legit. He was like, okay, Viserys Mm -hmm. is going to be the heir to Driftmark. Right now, it's uh, Corliss and Rhaenys, but when they're gone, it'll be Lucerys. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody's got to be writing that down somewhere, right? I would think. Well, I mean, they, which they made it when, when he did his little big grand uh, naming of the air ceremony. You know, that was. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they made a well, big okay, ceremony. So the cool over. thing about the Fire and Blood book is that uh, it's, it's being written as as by the maesters from the oh, okay. citadel. So like you're reading what the maesters wrote. It's okay. kind of, that's what's kind of cool about it. It's like, each, so if nothing else this is just a point of view, you know, it's well, not it's, it's a pass down of stories. Sure. And some of the stories actually are brutally honest. They're like, we don't know if this person died this way, but the rumors were, oh, they died neat. like this. It's, it's a neat, it's a neat read. Now, is it a lot of Jaharis, Viserys, Damon, Amon? Yes. Uh, Aegon, yeah, it's a ton of that crap, and it's so hard to keep up with. So Otto's come out to talk to White Worm. This woman has the worst character accent I've ever seen in my life. I almost want to turn the volume up so you can hear it. It's like a lisp, isn't it? She's like, my condolences. (laughs) She's like, if you want to know where your queen is, I will have to tell you. (laughs) Like, it's, it's awful. Like, just, Which why does why do on, they why gotta, does she have her? You gotta you gotta hear it real quick. Hang on, <laughs> like listen. The bottom, eh? No one can be trusted. Doctor Jones. I mean, it's it's awful, awful. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the White Worm is meeting with uh, the Hand of the King, Otto, Scumbag, Hightower. And she apparently knows where Aegon is. Yeah, well, they've, 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 he's, he's, 
the way I understand it, he's passed out and they've taken him to somewhere safe. So she hid Aegon yeah. where they find him. Yeah, because she wants the the kid fight clubs to be dope to be over, and so she says, "I'll tell you what, if you." In these kid fight clubs, I'll tell you where your king is. And he's like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. wonder why he doesn't, like, say, yeah, no problem. You know, like... Oh, he, so I'll just look into it? I don't know. He, Yeah. He, uh, a wasp on a fruit. Like, what? what? Uh, I took it as a fly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, like, he, look, he tells her... I, uh, you know, I'll look into it as well. I, I actually think that's exactly what he says. Yeah. Um, did he already say it? Yeah, he already yeah. said it. So they just happen to know that he's under here. Like, do they hear him moan or something? Yeah, I think they hear him kind of groan a little bit because, of course, he's drunk. And so this is the—is this the sept of Baylor? It's a, it's Baylor? yeah, it's a it's a sept. I don't know. It's apparently not the one that the green fire blows up in Game of Thrones because that one hadn't been built yet at this point. Oh, really? That's what I, yeah, I heard that somewhere. Um, but this is a sept very similar to it. What do you take from Aegon not wanting to be king? He ain't interested. He wants to. He wants to go out and he wants to be a Baratheon. Is what he wants to do. He just wants to go out and sleep with all the ladies he wants and and do whatever he wants to and you know stay up all night and drink all night and. And make love all night. He wants to do all that, and once you're a king, you're expected to act a little different than you know, as you know, some of them do. And he don't he don't want any part of that. He don't huh. want to he don't want to have that duty. He don't want to have those constraints of uh, royalty uh, to tie him down. Man, he's a free spirit. Man, just let me fly. Let <laughs> me fly, man. I feel like the king can do whatever he wants, though. Well, I mean, to an extent. Because, I mean, that's another thing, though, too. A lot of it is... Um, I feel the way Kristen Cole holds his sword, you can just smack it away. Like It's such a like a weird way to hold your sword. <sighs> Apparently, the actor's a pretty likable guy. His name's Fabian something or other. All the other actors really like him. Because I think he's like the only one that all the other actors have acted with. Well, Crispin Glover just tackled Marty McFly. <laughs> Yeah, and then Eric or Eric, whatever, whichever one of the two. Which is, is this really worth this big sword fight? I think it's back then it's kind of like the mid or Midwest, the uh, old West. Like it's just kind of one of those like honor things where it's like if you piss me off, we're we're just going at it, man. You know, like we're gonna fight. And in these situations back then, it was swords and bows and arrows and stuff, but. He had no intention whatsoever in killing him, apparently, because he knocks his sword away, and then he just pushes him. But he holds the sword at his throat, but I don't think he had any intention whatsoever to kill him. He even gives his sword back. It was kind of stupid. Yeah, thank you. Dumb. <laughs> the whole episode's dumb. Yeah, this whole side quest is just ignorant. I like how you called it a side quest. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, like... Aegon even says, give it to you. But Aemon doesn't want it. Or wait, wait, well, Aemon sorry. wants no, it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But there's no way he'd be able to, he'd be able to pull that. Because he's the firstborn son, so you're already kind of obligated to take it. See, I wonder if he could give it up. I don't think... I don't he think, could forfeit all of his inheritance and stuff. I think that would look really bad. 
for the whole house. You know, so I think that would really that would really shake the high towers uh, plans. Well, Allison reveals to Otto that she has Aegon, and he goes, "Well played." Uh, you know, uh, you know, you're you played the game or whatever, and he, and he he says he sees in her now that she finally is coming around to showing desire to have the family on the throne, you know? Yeah. And um, who cares, right? I mean, I just, no, I just, this is just very, it's, you know what it is. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly why. This episode is only in King's Landing. Well, that, Nowhere else. You don't get to see the other side of any of this conflict. Okay, so that's interesting because... Every almost every single episode of Game of Thrones hops around to each area to um, Rhaenyra to Allison Rhaenyra Team Rhaenyra Team Allison Team Rhaenyra. Well, I was about, you get to see both ends. I was yeah, about, I was about the original Game of Thrones. Yeah, like, this you, is all this like, is all King's Landing. This yeah, is all King's Landing. Yeah, it's like, fully original, Team Hightower. In, in the original, you'd go like from the north to King's yeah. Landing to Pentos yeah. to uh, you know uh, Daenerys to. Uh, Tyrion, to, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the, the episode would encompass a lot. The whole of, cast of characters, yeah, all seven kingdoms. And this one, they just uh, focus on the crap people. But it is House of Targaryen, and the only thing I can tell you about this one particular episode is, like you just said, it is all the characters that we don't like. That's the other hard pill to swallow. Yeah, as you, I mean, yeah, you get that's probably another reason you, why I don't like the episode. Yeah, you get no characters that are popular that you like in this episode. None. And to the last two to three minutes, and this is another testament toward me being positive, man. Nothing good happens. What good happens? I would in this go episode? so far as to argue with you that nothing good happens in the last three minutes of the show. Really? Well, I'll tell you why when it happens. Okay. Um. Yeah, he is. Uh, so I wonder why... Okay, so do you think Otto was going to try to get him to carry on as a high tower? Because she said that he will carry the sword of Blackfire and wear Aegon the Conqueror's crown as a Targaryen, house Targaryen. And Otto kind of like does that stupid-ass Otto look at her. And he's like, so be it. You know, and he's like, as you wish, your grace, you know, or whatever. Well, he, I mean, he, he probably, seems defeated. Well, he probably realizes that wanting him to be a king Hightower would just be a little bit over of an overreach. Well, I think he would still carry the name Targaryen, but I think most of his views and everything would be representative of Hightower is what I'm getting at. I don't think he would be Aegon Hightower. I'm just saying, like, if Otto got to him first, I think he would have been like, don't worry about, uh, we're going to make your own crown. And like have it, you know. Does it make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean you're right. You're, you're not. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Otherwise, what purpose would there be? Just, you're just saying that they're trying to differentiate him from the real Targaryens, I guess. I think Otto's a little offended that Allison's taking the Targaryen side of it. Like I think he's. Let me see your feet, my queen. This is just. Yes, this is just unnecessary. Thank you. Gratuitous. Well, I don't even care about that. It's just. Will un- you please take your shoes off, please? It's, <laughs> it's just unnecessary. Like he is a creep above among creeps. Like it is just like I don't even know where to 
I mean, like, she's meeting with Laris Strong, who has wiped out his own family, who has locked up everybody in the castle so that nobody can let the news out that the king has died. Let's just say it's been at least two days now, or a day and a half, mm-hmm. at least, because it's nighttime already again. So it's been at least a full 24 hours since the king has died. Right. And nobody in the King's Landing knows except for the... Uh, Everybody in the castle, VIPs. pretty much. Yeah. Well, but I'm, no, I'm saying, like, that's carrying the knowledge around. Right. Everybody right, in the castle's true. locked up. It's locked up. That's true. That's a good point. But, like, you know, the queen, Allison knows. Laris knows. The king's guard knows, I guess. And, I, and we're watching a dude... You know, jerk it to somebody's feet. You know, yes. I, I don't know, man. Show me your foots. Now, is this because he's just he's just telling her this is her him giving her the information that her handmaid is one of the spies, if not the spy. Little spiders. Did you notice that? Hel- yeah, it's a little bird. Helena was doing a spider. Yeah, yeah. That was another. That's another thing. Yeah, good call, my man. I'm glad you caught that. But yeah, that was a thing. That was intentional. There's something like really vicious coming up about Helena. That's probably going to happen pretty early in season two. But don't mention it. You want to know? After the show, after we quit recording, I'll <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't really want to either. No, so All quit right. even saying stuff. Well, you know, yeah. I like how Allison acts like she doesn't know what he what he's capable. Yeah. She she still is acting like she, she wouldn't want. entertain him if she didn't know. Yeah, but she's still pretending to not be like. I assume that you could handle this. And uh, let me see your feet. Now, I'm assuming this is because he's got the gimp foot, right? Yeah. yeah. That's his specialty. She's like, well, this is awkward and weird, which it is. I guess she just sits there till he finishes. Yep. <laughs> gross. <It's> so <laughs> gross, man. I do love the meme though. It's got a picture of Otto and Allison and it says the hand and the feet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you think good. her and Kristen Cole are ever knocking boots? No. You don't? Nope. I think Cole I think Cole has feelings for her, but I don't think it's I think it's uh not reciprocated. Not reciprocated, yeah. I think we discussed that too, yeah. Because okay. uh, Cole obviously, you know, her being the first one he confided in about him and Rhaenyra, you know, oh, he's just such a. Kristen, I need to talk to you about something. I heard that <laughs> Rhaenyra was with Damon. It was me. It was me. You're like, right. It was me all along. How did you figure it out? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, her face. She was like, "Excuse me." Oh, uh, that's exactly the way I was going. Yeah. Oh, geez. So who bust her out? Who bust Rhaenys out? Is that Eric or whatever? It's the one that's it's the one that's uh, sympathetic to Rhaenyra. It's either Eric or Eric. I think the literally the name spelling is A Y Y A Y Y R C K, and then E R R Y C K. That's yeah. So the good news is though is that once we find out which one is loyal, we can do it by letters. So like, if the one with the A is loyal to Alicent. That's the one. But if it's, you know, if he's How not. How funny then, if it would be if that was actually like a it might be. Allison. It might be. I don't know. But that's a good way of remembering it. But of course, figuring it out. <laughs> figuring What's it out. What's funny to me is part. this guy's supposed to be like a Kingsguard, right? Or a cloak, white cloak. White cloak, yeah. yeah. That's Kingsguard. And uh, he's getting her out of the city. He's getting Rhaenys out of the city. And 
something so simple as a little crowd gets them separate. He can't get back to her. He's like, wait. You know, <laughs> wait, don't go. So they're burning the white worms house right there. So I, I guess we're assuming she's dead. I mean, the way these guys operate, she is. Yeah. We don't see who that is either, do we? Mm-mm. No, but it's one of Laris's guys. Once they cut their tongues out, you there know. There you go. So she's dead then, I'm assuming. See, a lot of people, I didn't catch that until just now either, personally. I didn't know whose house I was. I was like, oh, okay. Well, when me and Katie were watching, I was like, what is that burning? And then or Katie asked me, and I was like, I guess it's Renice's apartment or whatever, her twin bed apartment. <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was the White Worms yeah. place because yeah. they specifically showed us that the last episode. Right. So, yeah, like, look how simple this guy loses her. He's like, hold on just a second. We're trying to get you down to the docks or whatever so you can get on a boat. And then all of a sudden, he goes down another alleyway, and there's more crowd. And then all of a sudden, this is like, Rainice, no. You can tell that he you can tell that he doesn't have any kids and has never had to leave a sporting event. Right. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> or or like Disney World. Or... Like, yeah, he just lets her go, and then he can't get. He just doesn't even make an effort to get back to her. No. He's like. He's like, well, I guess I'll see you after lunch break. You know, like, <laughs> I'll catch up with you later. And how about this? Like, how happy are you going to be as a citizen of King's Landing when you're just hurt? You're you're herded to, herded to go see this coronation. Yeah. I like, know. Like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to go see the king get crowned. Yeah, so much for that. I guess uh, <laughs> no choice here. I'll be able to tell the kids about this one day or whatever. Uh, I thought the coronation of. I, I don't know if, again, I don't know if it's just bad acting or just corniness, but like when Aegon starts waving the sword in there and he's like, fist bump. Well, yeah. Fist that, bump. That's, I know, think like, that's, uh, that's though to kind of drive the point home that he just, he likes the crowd cheering for him and he's like, ah, okay, I can do this. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that's the only reason. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's cheesy, but I think that's why, you know. Hey, the good news is we only got 20 minutes left. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> But even I Aegon, hate being so I hate being so down on the show because our, it is a really good show. But I just oh this episode is just such a drag. Again though, it's compared to the past of every season nine episode was almost better than the finale of every season. Yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah, I, I remember I the mean, internet talking about that a lot. Uh, every season nine episode, you're just like, oh my gosh, how are they going to top it? And the finale was always good. I'm not. I'm not. You know what's it. funny though about this particular shard? To interrupt you. This dagger. Nobody understands the significance, but Rhaenyra. Because Rhaenyra is the only one that knows that that legend is written on it. Yeah, but I think the fact that he carried it on him at all times is why it's significant to all to these them. to these yeah. other folks. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had it always on his belt. You know, he always had it. Yeah, that's true. And so the fact that she shows this to him, uh, I think he realizes, oh, this is serious. And then uh, doesn't he ask her, he's like, do you, do you love me at all? And then she was like, she says something like, you imbecile or something. Like, uh, here it is. And what does she say? Yep, you imbecile. Like, but she doesn't say, of course I do. I love you. And well, though, but good for her, though, trying, saying that when the council comes to you and says you got to kill Rhaenyra, you got to tell him no. Did you notice that's what she was just saying? Yes, she said the kid. So, that, you know, I mean, just your a, grandfather, just a, the hand of the king, will try to impress slow, on you. Slow golf clap for Allison on that one. I mean, I that guess. was. Well, I mean, you know, she didn't have to do that. I she think was, she still has ill intent and stuff. I mean, like, I, I still think she's a. a Douchebag. Well, yeah, like, I didn't. I never. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. 
Yeah, again, the crowd is being herded through the streets. I don't get the smile here, but whatever. Uh, Rainice sees the Capitol building, I guess, or the Sept, or whatever you want to call that, and she just has a kind of a smile. I think because she maybe knows that the dragons are held there. Is that what it is? Could be. Like, I think she's like, well, I know where we're going now. You're taking, me, taking me back to my boy. Yeah, you, you got to wonder how many people are actually there. And to me, you know, this is like Obi-Wan walking around Tatooine with his robe on. Nobody thinks he's a Jedi. <laughs> She's walking through this crowd like the only person that's hooded. Like it just it looks like you're hiding you're hiding something. I mean like no look, nobody else has a hood on. Some people have hats on. Hats. But no hoods. <laughs> I just even hate the voice now of Otto. Like just to Oh yeah, he's 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 a disgusting individual. Yeah, and you it really gets do. it just further gets worse in the finale. Like, oh, there's never a time where I'd have been like, "Hey, yeah." Then in the finale, I just but you know, he he's got a just uh, just ending coming up. You know, whenever. it is funny though. It is funny on this because like he's all like, "Hey, by the way, the king's dead," but this is a wonderful day. Yeah, this is the saddest of days, but also the most joyous of days. <laughs> And the crowd just is like dead, and like a couple people go, uh, "Yay, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Like, yeah, yay, oh, okay." Yeah. The crowd is not into it, dude. Like they're not at this point, but I mean, what I'm, yeah, but what I'm getting at is, oh, they were apparently Team Rhaenyra. I mean, like it seems that they well, were okay. The last thing anybody knew was that Viserys wanted her on the throne. You know, so. Of course they're, you know, like, oh, well, this is odd. <laughs> they have, like, the Disney trumpet players and stuff playing. <laughs> it's just, it's pretty funny. Uh, this coronation is, like, just kind of comical. Why? But it just it doesn't seem like a real, he just seems like such a loser. He's like, a wormy, he's a wormy kid, for sure. Thankfully, it won't last too long. Why do you keep saying stuff that's going to spoil things for people? Dude, you know these things. Are you saying because it's like two years away and we'll probably forget that you spoil it for you know all three of our viewers, listeners? I have told you before that this Sorry, war listeners. is over in two years, period. Oh, the war. I got you. I see what you're The saying. war that's coming. The Dance of the Dragons. It's coming. And Walter Roomba. Which one is it? Uh, Roomba. Uh, the Dance that the Dragons do. Is it a... Tango. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Viennese waltz. Uh, anyway. Cha-cha. Yeah, if I was scoring this one for a dance, it'd be a one. <laughs> three, three out of ten. One out of ten. Um, What was I fixing to say? You started throwing me off with your dancing with the stars thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's very obvious all these characters die. I mean, like, we, you know that. I remember they on Game of Thrones, but I mean. Hello. I know. I know. The red lady would be there though if she's if she's in the show. Uh, which that's another thing. Why isn't she? The lady, the red lady. You're Rebel, talking about Melis- Melisandre, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of half expected a Melisandre cameo because yeah, she's around on these days. Yeah. The show's not over. And then, um, and then, as far as that's concerned, Brand could warg into some stuff during this time. Oh. Uh. Technically, I mean, could he not? I get, well, 
He could. Yeah, I guess. There was too much made of that, I think. Like, there was too much hoopla made about what he could alter, you know, by going back. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean... Because there was theories of, like, he can bring Ned Stark back and all that kind of stuff. No, what was done was done. You know, I, I don't think he can alter... Then he again, made Hodor hold the door. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That was a pretty big deal because had he not done that. No, he didn't make him hold the door. He he gave him that seizure or whatever that made him like. <laughs> <laughs> made him have a speech impediment. Which for even now it's kind of like hard to explain. Yeah. It, it just. Because actually the Three-Eyed Raven didn't do it. Bran didn't do it. It's that girl screaming as he was warging back. And, and Hodor heard her yelling. See, I just watched it, so like I know oh, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't Bran. Like I, anyway, uh, so Aegon is being crowned with a clearly ceremony. villain crown. What's the Conqueror's crown? I know. I mean, no, the Conqueror was clearly. Not a it's like these are obviously the bad guys. Aegon the Conqueror was not what they were making him out to be, though. No, but. He, he, but yes, he conquered the seven kingdoms, but he gave them choices. And those that didn't, those that chose not to go, he was like, okay, this is the way you wanted it. War it is. Like you said earlier, uh, no. Oh, well, how about you say no to my dragon, bruh? Right. You know, and then boom, it's over. The only one that stood a chance against him was, uh, the people of Bravo or, uh, wait a second, not Bravos, uh, Dorn. Dorn. Yeah. Uh, the Tyrell, no, uh, Oberon, Tyrell, Martell, Martell. See again, these names are so close. Martell, Tyrell, <laughs> Aegon. Uh, he doesn't say anything. Like, why does he? Why doesn't Aegon say anything? Like, why? Does, why doesn't he say like? People of Kings. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. Until right at this point. When everybody starts cheering, he's like, oh, well, this is kind of nice. Maybe I could get into this sort of thing. And then he's all like, yeah, look at my sword. This is my ancestor's sword, man. Look how cool I am. This is great. I love all this. Man, there's a bunch there. of people in there. Yeah, there are. They said, what, over a thousand or something? Like at that? least. And then Otto's even getting like surprised. He's like, yes, this is going very well. Pulls out old Blackfire right here. Hey, fist pump in the air. Fist pump. <laughs> fist pump. When was this? How is this going to end, though? Wave a sword. Like after Wave this, a sword. After this is over. After this is over. I mean, had the dragon not come in here and done this, how would this have ended? The beast beneath the would, floors. Yeah, but like, would people just eventually like quit clapping and then just kind of walk out? Is that what it was? Beneath, beneath the boards. Beneath the beef, boards. The beast. The beast beneath the boards. And then, boy, <laughs> wonder how many hundreds of people get killed here. Uh, not the enough. ceremony is going on. Little Aegon is waving Blackfire the sword all around. Like, yay me, yay me! And then out of freaking nowhere, this is pretty awesome. Uh, Rhaenys bust up through the floor on her dragon. And what I'm saying is, what a wasted opportunity. She could have ended the entire thing right here. But she says next episode it's not her war to start. Uh, I know you're right. It's the biggest eye roll of the series, but, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, but that, that explains why she didn't, 
Disappointing. I agree. Twitter went crazy. Well, yeah, she had them all dead to rights, dude. Yeah, Twitter was like the true bad bitch, you know, or whatever. Like Kristen, like, Kristen Cole ain't going to defend anybody against. Oh, this they're sucker. all terrified. Yeah. Like every one of them is looking at her. Like, you know, what's so funny too is if somebody had a crossbow or a bow and arrow, one arrow and Randy's is dead. Oh yeah, but like it's like nobody knew what to expect here. She even went and like put her armor on too. Did you notice that? Like yeah. she's got like she's got her like breastplate and stuff. No pun intended. She's got all that on, and. uh <laughs> Otto's begging him to open the door, and uh, Allison gets in front of little uh, King Aegon here, and like she's like, "He's my son. He's my boy." And I would have been like, "Jacaris." <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. No, uh, that man, that dragon is so cool looking. It's mean looking he's dragon, got all buddy. like the spikes coming yep. out of the side of his head. Yeah, he's mean looking dragon. Yeah. Well, anyway. Missed opportunity right here. Missed opportunity. I guess she's just like kind of showing them the power that she possesses. Is that what you think? I, like I could end this right now. Yep. She's like, you know, like but she knew she wasn't going to. That's just too easy. You know. Yeah. No, it is too easy. But I, I just think that I like how it tucks its wings. Yeah, it's pretty like, cool. That was really neat to show how it got through the doors. It was like, Ugh, like sucked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But just like that, she flew off and let the king begin his reign. Uh, Sweet. Well done, Rainies. What a hard one to get through right there. <laughs> if we didn't have uh if we didn't have the explanation of the credits at the beginning, I think that episode would have sucked. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. I hope it wasn't as miserable for you guys as it was for us. <laughs> uh, but we are going to uh, tr- truck right along into uh, episode 10. and uh, it's, Join it's, us, won't you? Will you please? Will you? I mean, you stuck with us for this long. What's another episode? <laughs> and then, guys, it's just back to regular old one episodes a week, you know, unless there's another show out there somebody would like this to watch. Uh, we might do a Lord of the Rings show better. You know, I'm, I finished it, and I don't know. I don't know if it, there's enough interest. I don't know okay. if you. I don't know if it'd be something you'd be into either. To you know, do you not think I'll like the show? No, I think you'll like it. Okay. I just don't know. I don't know if you'll like it enough to dedicate this to it not weekly no uh i think we might do one episode talking about the of course whole it's, it's way over so we'd be i mean it'd be a catch-up and a but i don't know a single thing about it i want you to watch it the only thing i know about it is that it's galadriel yeah and apparently sauron is in it mm-hmm. but that's, that's all, all you know that's keep it that way will you will you please try not to spoil it for yourself i'll, just, I'll read the i'll read oh all the episodes gosh. okay well anyway thanks for re- well, onward to episode for, 10 thanks for rewatching episode nine let's uh we'll see you for episode 10 thanks again for watching whoop whoop <laughs>